0: Welcome to the Bonaventura part. I mean, um, <clears throat> welcome to the Business Design Podcast. I'm Dr. Ken,
1: and I'm Randy Baker, and I have no way of turning that into an Italian name. But <laughs> our guest today has come all the way from San Francisco. The heat and the sun of San Francisco in the summer, and yeah, TJ. DJ
0: So, the best part of this whole podcast is the origin story of his name. So, you have to listen for that. Uh, he name drops uh, someone from the evil empire, Darth Vader himself. Uh, you have to listen for that. Figure out what I think that means. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we had a great discussion about where podcasts are going. And I, I gotta say. I say a line in there twice that I'll just mention one more time because I think it's a pretty good line, which is, you know, that video killed the radio star. This is radio killed the video star. Audio
1: killed the video star. Because, you know, I think that's where it's going. And so you, uh, you need to listen to this interview with TJ to understand just how true that comment was. Here's TJ.
0: So, TJ, nice to meet you. I feel, I feel like... Um, since our guest can't see you, I, I think you should describe the, the lush environment behind you out the window and the, the blustery day. There are yeah. cats, actually, there are cats flying by outside his window.
2: <laughs> well, it's a typical San Francisco summer day here. So, you know, it's going to be about 65 maximum, with a bunch of wind, perfect sweater and jeans weather, probably a beanie if you get really cold. And so I live in Pack Heights at the top of the hill. So it's always a bit, uh, always a bit windy up here. So,
0: Randy, you're going to have to chime in here because I have no kind of rapport chaps about Cal or uh, chop chaps. I have no rapport chaps. I have no rapport chops
1: around California, but that was your haunt for a long time, right? Yeah, I was in California for 20 years. I was in San Francisco for a couple of years. Actually, I was doing the the commute from Melbourne, Australia to San Francisco about every two to three weeks, which was... Insane. I did that for about nine months. Um, I, I love San Francisco, but you're right about summer in San Francisco being cold and foggy. Um, all I can remember from that time is the rain and the fog. I so think speaking um, of rain and. Oh, I, go
2: ahead. No, I was going to say, I think Mark Twain has a quote that says this, the coldest uh, winter he ever spent was a, was a summer in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that. I think that's true.
0: So speaking of fog,
2: I mean, we've been in a fog
0: for a couple of years. What's your sort of analysis of the environment we live in and what lays ahead of us? And, you know, the optimistic version, the pessimistic version,
2: anything that just comes to mind? Yeah, well, I'm naturally an optimistic person. And uh, it's, it's been weird for me personally in this environment of, of what's been going on with the pandemic and, and the fog, as you say. I started my business or left my corporate job to start studio Pod Media uh, in the middle of it in April of 2020. Start a podcast studio and a production company, which a lot of people around me didn't really uh, agree with or, or thought that was the right idea to, to do. The optimistic approach is just like hoping that our industry and our surroundings are going to continue to leverage different pieces of content to learn about anything they care about, whether it's their health in the pandemic, whether it's their family's health, whether it's hobbies or new hobbies, writing, reading, whatever it may be. I think the optimistic part of me is like, we're learning a lot about ourselves throughout this. The pessimistic part of me is, I don't know if there's going to be an end in sight anytime soon. It seems like a lot of us have chosen one side of the fence or the other, and there's not a meeting coming together anytime soon, which Makes things frustrating, especially where we're at now with this uh, uptick across the world uh, with this new variant. But uh, I do think that we will come together <laughs> one way or another and, and land in a good spot.
0: So, do you feel like podcasts, I mean, uh, this is a loaded question, but do you feel like podcasts help the dialogue between verticals of people, or do you feel like it
2: puts us even more into our silos? God, that's a great question. It has the potential for both. It's a little bit more regulated in terms of what's allowed on there. And there's not any like crazy algorithms right now that you see with like YouTube or you see on Twitter or Facebook where if you are on one side or the other, you have a belief you're going to get sucked into this rabbit hole. of Slippery yeah. slopes. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't <laughs> really exist with podcasting right now. So you kind of have to discover it or, or find it organically. Well,
0: I don't um, know. I, I end up in listening to podcasts and all of a sudden all I hear about is me on
2: these. I don't know what that mm-hmm. says about me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, they just they just that's because they sponsor everywhere. Them and better health. And yeah, both great for the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know,
0: underwear and, and therapy. That's mm-hmm. if you got those two things, you're all set. McGinn, in times man. like these. Yeah. So all right. So business wise, um, you decided to kind of just Give up the corporate ghost and go for it. So, what did that look like? What was that? How did that happen? What What was that discussion like with yourself, I guess, and others?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a it's a it's a, it's a good thing to bring up. I um, I always knew I was had a little bit of a problem with authority, if you will, and I always, you know, growing up here in the Bay Area, like. You know, that one point in my life, I wanted to work in sports. And then I found out tech and how fun it could be to work at a startup and how different it is from the jobs my parents had growing up. And I just got completely consumed and sucked into it. But, you know, I never went to business school. I never thought I was able to go to business school and and still to this day never did. And so I thought in order to start your own business, you had to go to business school. And for whatever reason, I got connected with some really close people in my life who completely changed that narrative for me. And realize as long as you have a good idea and, a, and an ambition and a drive and, and, and a willingness to take some sacrifices, you can start anything you want. And I tell that to people to this day, like you can really start whatever you want. It just depends on if you're willing to make the sacrifices. So
1: I want to jump in there because that was interesting. If you have the drive and the idea, you can do anything you want and you landed on podcasting. How did that happen?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a bit of an odd story. Um, I worked for radio for a little bit, not very long, like an internship for a local sports radio station here in San Francisco. And I just fell in love with podcasting really early. And I remember at the time I was living in New York, I had a buddy that was here in San Francisco and I wanted to start a podcast. And I just realized it was really, really goddamn hard. I'm like, it is at the time. And this is like 2016. I'm like, I don't know what equipment to buy. I don't know how I'm going to patch him in. I have no idea where I'm going to edit. I don't even know what an RSS feed was, all of this. And it kind of just dawned on me then that this, is, this has got to be easier. There's got to be a company, a production company or something out there where I can just hand them over what I want them to execute on and they'll do it for me. So I don't have to worry about the nitty gritty downstream efforts. I can focus on the content itself, which ultimately was suffering and why that podcast failed. And so fast forward a few years, I'm realizing companies are going to get into this. And here we are helping companies create branded pieces of content through podcasting
0: and podcasting isn't going anywhere that's the cool thing I, I so i was i was in podcasting back when it was only the geeks i mean it was 03 04, 05 people were like a what mm-hmm. and, and a what and this thing oh okay uh and where you know the best feed you could get was like a phone feed you know the early days and it was great i loved it talked to a ton of people and then i kind of got out of the space in 07 08, you know that that area And then it just kind of kept sneaking up on us. And now it's, it's like it hasn't taken over from radio, but it's, you know, it's not video killed the radio star. It's radio killed the video star in some ways, which is kind of good. It's like our, our ears are are making us smarter or something.
2: Yeah. It's, I love the medium because of how asynchronous it is. You could be cooking. You can go for a walk. You could be at the gym. You could be working if I can't do that, but you can work and still listen to podcasts. podcast. It's a, and it's it's so, it's so niche. There's so many just podcasts about every little thing, podcasts on podcasting. It could be about, you know, designs of water bottles or whatever. It doesn't matter. If you are just creating thought and, and, and you have an idea and you're a good storyteller, have a good writer, you could literally do a podcast about anything.
0: L- Listeners, if you're listening in, breaking news, the world needs water bottle creation podcasts.
2: You, <laughs> i like that if you can't guess what's on my desk right now uh it's probably where <laughs> it popped in my head i love that so what does tj stand for it stands for trisden james Yeah, parents made it up it's uh based off uh, an australian sailor in a book that i don't know what it's called his name was tristan which is a little bit more common parents thought it was a little uh, feminine so they decided to go with it and, and change it to trisden
1: so being Australian, I'm trying to work out who that character was. and failing miserably. <laughs> Maybe I'm just way too old.
2: This no, was the 80s, so who knows what my parents were doing at the time. So, uh, you know, they, they could have come up yeah, with knows it. Who what and-
1: I was doing at the time, so there you go. <laughs> exactly. I think in the 80s, I, was, I, I had my role as uh, assistant director for having a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. That was a that was a, that was my official title, and it was awesome.
2: I think you and my dad would have got along very well. Probably. All right, TJ. So your parents
0: are weird. They named you a weird name. You had a weird name as a kid. Could, I assume you quickly went to TJ, which is not a weird name. It's a cool name.
2: But Bonaventura is that is that an actual name, or did they decide to take that on too? No, no. So it is my actual name. It's Italian. Uh, Trisden, So. There's videos of me being called TJ at two weeks old. So they always <laughs> knew what TJ was. I think they just wanted to fill in the blanks. I would bit. say my my dad it, it was more the quirky one compared to my mom. My mom was a little bit more of the straight edge. But yeah, Bonaventura, uh, Italian, means great adventure in Italian. I think it fits my personality pretty well, if you, if you guys know me. I'm, I'm also the uh, – uh, I took that on from my, my pops being the, uh, the assistant director of good time. Sometimes a VP if it's needed. <laughs>
0: and if if we look at the coming out of corporate adventure so there was one thing you said that kind of sent up a red flag for me and that was like hey go and do go and do the thing you believe in which i love i love that i've always said that and i kind of regret saying it to certain people (laughs) because then you realize you're like oh crap you know i just sent them towards certain death type thing you know and entrepreneurship is a dangerous dangerous space particularly the podcasting part of entrepreneurship it's mm. a tricky space so what does it look like to be an entrepreneur instead of um, you know a corporate uh, guy you know and what is it what does the space look like and what's your real encouragement for folks who are kind of building up their
2: their thing yeah it's a it's a good thing to bring up i mean like i had mentioned earlier bit of a problem with authority. I always knew I was going to be, I always knew that I was going to be a stronger worker and more successful with what I was doing. If I was doing my own thing, I just took, it just took me forever to get there. It took like 10 years to figure that out. You know, I could be selling vaporware uh, or something on a screen, you know, to any sort of company enterprise company, which is what I did for a long time as a sales engineer but I knew like, my heart wasn't into it. And the moment that I left to start StudioPod to help people and, and organizations create their podcasts, I knew right away this is what I wanted to do. And even if it failed, even if the, the, the studio went under, I always knew I could go back to that. But I never knew I wanted to because I was always going to give 150% of what I got doing something that I focused on and cared about. I was doing the research. I was staying up late at night, little hours, missing weddings, missing friends' gatherings, all these things which, you know, I just got sucked into, uh, you know, a corporate life before that. And, you know, it just, it was monotonous. And I love the idea of the uncertainty and having your own direction and, you know, helping people build, in this case, you know, audio content that tells a story like that to me is like, it's, it, it, it means something.
1: So we see a lot of podcasts out there that are interview style like ours. That's, that's one type. There's a lot where people are trying to basically create advertorials to sell their products. And then there's the storytelling Ad,
0: Advertorials?
1: Advertorials, yeah.
0: Adver-to- what's an
1: advertorial? the TJ
0: nodded his head as if he understood what that meant. I have no idea what that means. Oh, well, you would have seen them
1: in, in magazines where there's this this story about a, a brand new drug that's been invented. And it has an ad on the top. Ah,
0: okay. And, it's but it's not,
1: actually it. a, it's not actually a true story. It's an advertisement that's been turned into a story to try right. and trick people into thinking that it's a story. Right. Um, and then you have storytelling-type podcasts, which is – Really, the sort of interesting ones that I like, if you're going to sell a product and you can tell, you're a good storyteller, then a podcast is a really good place for it. Um, What do you see as being the, the biggest group of those three, or is there something else that is now trending?
2: I will say the interview conversation style podcast is always going to be there, but they're always going to have the highest failure rate because they're the easiest to produce. There's not a lot of editing that goes into it. You add some intro music, outro music, some, maybe some background music throughout, and that's going to be more geared towards the individual podcast. So you can get about $150 worth of equipment, and you know, you're off to the races there. That's not going to be too difficult. Uh, the two trends that we're seeing are going to be more with that storytelling, uh, specifically with, uh, with brands and organizations who are leveraging podcasts to do a how I built this style show where there's gonna be a writer involved, uh, maybe a hero's journey, and telling a different type of narrative for every episode, and they're using this as a top of the funnel exercise so uh, the um the sort of
0: killing the father and marrying the mother is that the hero's journey
2: <laughs> <laughs> not quite not sorry that. sorry I'm messing with you <laughs> no, no, not quite that. I don't think so many brands want to go with that Yeah, but we're uh we're seeing a lot of brand like companies take a bit of their marketing budget to put it towards. Building audio content that they can use for indirect revenue, and so that's that's the big trend. The other trend is fiction podcasts; those are growing like crazy. We're we're seeing Audible getting there, uh, Spotify, Gimlet, uh, other big producers are starting to think of fiction podcasts as a way to you can to, you can yeah.
0: monetize you can monetize a fiction podcast a lot easier than a forty six hour audiobook. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, there's so many the lines are getting and even the lines are getting drawn. Uh, There's a book that I love. um, Well, there's there's two books. The David Goggins book can't hurt me is a weird combination of which, by the way, if you don't know who he is, he's absolutely insane. And will change your whole mindset on just like mental health awareness and just physical abilities. Former Navy SEAL. So his book is an awesome cross between is it a podcast? Is it uh, a book? Like, what is this? What's going on here? And then the other one is Talking to Strangers uh, with Malcolm Gladwell. That just came out where he narrates it himself, but he takes actual, every time that they use a quote, it is somebody's voice rather than just him quoting it over. Um, so they do a little bit of podcasting in there too. And he breaks it up uh, very nicely. So we're going to see a lot more of that. And so it's going to lower the entry of a lot of audio books because of that, because people are just going to throw it on Spotify or Apple or what have you. And they don't have to worry about the, the red tape that co- goes into uh, getting a, an audiobook approved. So that's
1: a really interesting trend, serialized podcasts that tell a story. Uh, there's got to be a lot of young authors out there that are, or well, not young in years, but young in experience that would love to jump onto that bandwagon.
2: Yeah, there's, um, there's actually a company out there right now called Scribe Media that helps authors you know, publish their books. And I know just because we know the founders over there, they're getting into podcasting because they know it's just an, another way to accentuate their personal brand. And whether it's doing an audio book or audio slash podcast book or whatever you want to call it, we're seeing a lot of authors get, get into this space for sure.
1: Cool. So uh, TJ, we like to keep these our, our interviews short and punchy. Um, you've given us a lot of information, in a short period of time. So thank you for that. Before we end, who would you like to speak with today about podcasting and how would that person connect with
2: you oh man oh this is a great question i gotta think i gotta think of her name because she just got hired as the head of podcasts at netflix and that really intrigues me can i look up her name real quick please do the head that. of
0: podcasts at netflix yes
2: exactly so netflix See? is
0: getting into the podcasting game. audio yeah. audio killed the video star i'm telling yeah. you it's the thing yeah uh, so in the meantime as tj's yep, looking that up I have to just continue to say, he's got this fake background behind him that just keeps flashing around with, um, <laughs> no, it's actually real branches that are just, it's awesome. I love it. <laughs> this bush that's just
2: getting trashed. I know. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's sorry if it's distracting. Um, I love it. Love it. So to answer your question there, Randy, her name is Nigeria Eaton. She just got hired as the uh, head of podcasts at Netflix. I would love to chat with her uh, for a number of different reasons, uh, because I think what we saw was streaming, Amazon Prime, Apple at some extent, Netflix where they were initially gobbling up, you know, network shows like Friends or Friends, the Office, things like that. We're starting to see original content happen more and more. And I think that's the trend that we're going to be seeing with podcasting. You're already seeing it with, with Spotify, with Apple Podcasts, you're seeing with Amazon. There's going to be a more and more original content that's created by small producers that get picked up by larger larger production companies like the uh, the Spotify's of the world. So I'd love to pick her brain to see what they're doing because I don't know if they're gonna what they're going to do with audio because I think it's such an interesting space. HBO has done a really good job with it. Um, so that would probably be the, my number one person. So Najuri,
1: I know you're listening. So um, if you connect with us, we'll make sure you connect with TJ.
2: Amazing.
1: And how will I connect with you, TJ?
2: Yeah. So if you want to learn more about myself, uh, TJ Bonaventura on LinkedIn at TJ for three on Instagram and Twitter, that's TJ F O R T H R E E. Or you can check, check us out at our studio, studiopodmedia.com helping companies and individuals create branded pieces of uh, audio content.
0: Thanks so much. Uh, and uh, every time I now listen back to old Winnie the Pooh, Audiobooks, I'm going to think about your house in that
2: window right there. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed Take it. Take care. Really fun. Thanks, right, yep.
1: Well, thanks, TJ. Wow. It's fascinating to see where podcasting is going. It's been around for a long time and everybody tells you that podcasts can't make money. I think you're breaking that particular mall. So very exciting stuff Now, I have to say, I was, I was, um,
0: I think you might not have been singling us out exactly, but I actually tend to really love conversational podcasts. So what I'm seeing kids do is create hangouts where two, three, four, five people just sit together and talk and chat for hours. You know, some of these podcasts just stretch on and on. So I think one thing that I I thought was missing from our discussion, because we didn't bring it up, (laughs) is what the kids are into, what they're wanting. So I'm I'm gonna be really intrigued to see what the next steps are for podcasting. Less about Clubhouse, maybe more about the antidote in kids' worlds to the TikTokization of everything, the shortening of everything, versus the Spotify where it just sits in the background and rolls. Feel like podcasts and Twitch and watching gamers and all that is in that in that streaming area. So, oh, editors, uh, Randy just yawned there. If you could amplify that, because that's <laughs> <'cause> Randy's perspective <laughs> on what I was just
1: saying. <laughs> it's a nice yawn too. It was like a slow roll. <laughs> it was indeed a slow roll. Um, yeah, because you were just droning on and on, but. Anyway, you know, listening. I think what's interesting about podcasts is listening and all our listeners have an opportunity to do something. They can go to thoughtpartnergroup.com. They can fill out the free assessment and we will listen to the words that they use and to the things that they they say in their assessment just like they were talking to us through a podcast. And then when we start our yawns, we can respond. And you can listen to what we have to say. It's all about listening. So I think yawns
0: and blustery days and the Winnie the Pooh reference, I don't know, I got. I feel like just kind of curling up uh, with a cup of hot tea and, and an old uh, LP record of, uh, you know, a BBC production. something great.
1: Oh, nice, nice. But before we all drop off to sleep, um subscribe we'd love you to subscribe so you get the next uh, or future episodes of the podcast um and if you're awake enough to actually see the little place where you can put comments go ahead and do it tell us how sleepy we made you wait where are we we're at the end kent it's it's done it's over okay all right until next time